1: Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC.
0: Whether the action is at the link or the bank, there's never an off day on Broad Street. It's the biggest news of the day. Every day with takes from
1: someone who's never short on them. It's WIP Daily with Joe Giglio. Welcome on in WIP Daily, Joe Giglio with you, appreciate everyone subscribing, following the podcast, uh, of course our video feed, 94 WIP, the YouTube page, check it out, subscribe, follow a lot to come here on the YouTube page over the next couple weeks as we head towards a critical stretch of the Eagles season one that was dented yesterday, there's no other way to say it, the Eagles season was dented, ruined, no, over, obviously not, but it was dented, the Eagles weren't just beat they were beat down and destroyed by the San Francisco 49ers yesterday. That game, every fear I had about this team all came to roost yesterday. The 49ers completely outclassed the Eagles. And it wasn't – it almost felt worse than the score. And the score was really bad. The score was really non-competitive. You know, the first quarter of that game, the Eagles controlled it, and they led the yardage 124 to minus six. The game was six-nothing. They didn't get in the end zone, but they had those two long drives. If you look at the game from the start of the second quarter – to the end it's as lopsided of a football game as you've seen in the NFL this year from that moment on start of the second quarter on 42 to 13 was the score of that game and the Niners outscored the Eagles uh, out again them excuse me 462 to 209 obviously outgate yeah, outscored them by a million points the game wasn't even close it wasn't even close there's so many areas to attack here between the players the coaching staff the mentality of the team which you know unfortunately is is not composed and it hasn't been composed in big moments really for a lot of this season they're just not a composed football team but let's start with the biggest issue right now the biggest issue is they do not have a championship defense it's the biggest issue i think they could clean things up on offense they could figure out the red zone a little better they had done that the few weeks prior i'm not ready to hit the panic button on the offense there's too many good players here i believe jalen hurts will play better that was a poor game by him and there are some issues with hurts that he has to figure out down the stretch of the season to be a, the best version of himself. But it's the it's the defense. I mean, the defense is not good enough right now and really hasn't been good enough for a while. I mean, they've been outgained in every game, and, that, and their offense is not exactly only getting 200-something yards a game. I mean, they're giving up in the 400s every game. Last week against Buffalo, 500. We can excuse some of what we saw yesterday to the cumulative effect of the last few games and obviously the overtime game last week and all those snaps. But that's not everything. That is not everything. The Eagles defense has no shot right now when they don't generate instant pressure up front. And they were doing that early in the game, first quarter, first two, three and outs for San Francisco was instant pressure, both against the run and the pass, put the Niners in bad situations, third and long, and they were off the field. If that doesn't happen, they've got no shot. The linebacking core is not good enough. It's not, it's not standard in the NFL. It's below the standard of what it needs to be for a decent NFL defense. The safeties, I like Reed Blankenship. He can't be your best safety. He's got to be your second best safety. The Kevin Byard thing, it, it, this is Golden Tate 2.0. It's Golden Tate 2.0. It's a guy that came with a track record and obviously was closer to the end than we realized, than Howie Roseman realized. And that's why they got him, in this case, Kevin Byard, for nothing at the trade deadline. Well, I, I thought that was a great move by Howie Roseman. We talked about it on the show. He is lost in space right now. He's lost a step. And he's not making enough plays to make up for. And in the two corners, if I have to hear Bradbury and Slay, especially Bradbury yesterday, talk about miscommunication again, I'm going to lose my mind. It's on, it's on them. You know, we did the same thing last year when it came to the Super Bowl. And all we did for six months, seven months in Philadelphia we said, well, blame Jonathan Gannon. He didn't have them ready. Miscommunication. Jonathan Gannon is, was obviously more focused on his job interview with the Cardinals than preparing the team for the game. Well, now it's Sean Desai, and we've thrown Sean DeSai's flowers this year and said he's done a good job. I got to hear Bradbury after the game say communication. That means it's on him and Slay. They're the only common denominators in that secondary. It's, it's ridiculous how many yards this team gives up, how they cannot stop the pass. I mean, Brock Purdy yesterday didn't just jump. He cannonballed into the MVP race yesterday, rightfully so, because he's played well all season, but that was an exclamation point. Because of what he did. And you could just feel it in that game. You know, I thought the Niners defense, we'll get to the other side of the ball. I thought the Niners defense played a solid game, smart, efficient. Um, they they kind of kept Jalen Hurts from from getting comfortable by, by you know, the mush rush and not getting up the field. Smart defense. I thought on offense, that's where the 49ers emotion was in this game, for the most part, obviously the Greenlaw thing. We'll get to that with with Big Don. But the, the emotion for the 49ers was on the offensive side of the football. And they didn't just want to beat the Eagles. They wanted, to, they wanted to embarrass them. And they did it yesterday between Debo and Ayuk and McCaffrey. That team yesterday came in here to destroy the Eagles, and the Eagles let it happen on their own field. Just an ugly, ugly defensive performance. They couldn't get off the field. So after the first two, three and outs, here were the next six drives for the, for the, uh, the 49ers. Touchdown, 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 touchdown. touchdown. And they weren't short fields. think like One of them was 48 yards. But other than that, they were all long fields. I mean, they were all 75 or whatever, or 65. They, it wasn't like they were getting the ball off turnovers on the 20-yard line. They went down the field with chunk plays, over the middle, to the side. Great design by Kyle Shanahan. I can't believe that I had to sit through a week last week of uh, people trying to tell me that Shanahan is, is the lesser coach than Nick Sirianni. Please. I mean, just watch that game yesterday. He's not the Lester coast and Nick Sirianni. So a rough effort by the defense. They rank now 29th in the NFL, I believe, in opponent passer rating allowed. It's just not good enough. Like something drastic has to change with this defense between now and the start of the postseason. Otherwise, they're not going far. I, I'm, I'm just I'm, – I don't want to be the bearer of the worst news. And I know we all think now, well, yesterday was a tough day, but we'll see the 49ers again. Maybe. Maybe. I, if this defense doesn't figure it out quickly – They're not going to go far in the postseason. There's too many good offenses, too many good quarterbacks, even in the NFC, that they will have issues if they don't clean up the back end. Just a totally, totally disgusting defensive performance. As far as the offense, inefficient, not good enough. I mean, you could keep the garbage time yards and a touchdown at the end. They weren't good enough. I thought Jalen Hurts wasn't good enough yesterday. He holds the ball too long. I mean, they got to figure something out, whether it's him or Brian Johnson, because you just cannot hold the ball for three plus seconds every time and expect something good to happen. I mean, it's almost like it's, it's too backyard ball to me. I know he had the great throw last week to Zacchaeus for the touchdown. Um, you know, after scrambling to his left, that it was one of his best throws of his career, but that's not how you make a living in the NFL. There's no rhythm to this offense unless it's third down third down. It feels like, you know, the first two drives, Jalen had some sort of plan and rhythm and got the ball out to Devante or to AJ on the slant and then the run and the catch. There's just very little rhythm to the offense, fewest rushing yards they've had since I think week 14 of 2018. Only 46 rushing yards in the game. They couldn't run the football. The Niners had a great plan for Jalen Hurts and and kind of I think he I, I think he just feels constricted in the pocket. And he, and it's it's his trade. It's been his trade since he was drafted. He wants to escape the pocket, and they wanted him to yesterday. So just not a good enough offensive day. And as far as the coaching, and we'll get to talking here in a minute, as far as the coaching goes, abysmal, abysmal. I mean, Desai, the, the fact that your players are saying that they were confused after the game, not communicating, that's on you. On the offensive side of the ball, the red zone stuff's got to be better. It was better the last few weeks, but you know, the Eagles offense kind of kept the Niners in that game early by not scoring touchdowns. They led them life there. And Sirianni, just had an, a ridiculously bad day yesterday. First of all, his pants were pulled down by both Wilkes and Kyle Shanahan. That team was well, well more coached yesterday than the Philadelphia Eagles. Then you throw in some of the decision making stuff yesterday. Sirianni with about two what was about two minutes to go, I think, in the fourth quarter, down 15. Fourth and two, own thirty-four yard line somewhere around there, does not go for it. And then afterwards, it reminded me of the Super Bowl last year. scoffs at the idea that this is a question. Of course it is a question, Nick. Your defense hadn't gotten a stop in an hour and a half. Of course this is a question. The the reality is if you punt the football back there, they're about to go up three scores. Like, read the room, Nick. And Nick Sirianni gets a lot of flowers thrown at him. Gets a lot of praise nationally for how aggressive he is. And sometimes I hear a critique on WIP, and I buy it, sometimes I don't, that we know our team better because we watch it every day. I believe that when it comes to... Baseball, because there's so many games, and let's be real, national people aren't watching nine innings of the very Phillies game. I don't truly believe that as much in the NFL because there's one game a week, and if you are doing something national, you got a bunch of TVs on and screens, you could watch every Eagles game. It's usually a standalone or primetime game. I believe the national people have seen a lot of the Eagles, so I don't always buy that. Here is one area where I do buy that argument. Sirianni gets less credit for his aggression, his fourth-down decision-making. Is he really that aggressive? Is he really that bold? Or does he just have in his back pocket the most unstoppable fourth down and short play in the NFL, and he just reflexively does it because he knows he's got it? What I mean is the tush-push plays. That is the bulk of the Eagles' fourth down decision is if they're in fourth and one or less, they just go for the tush-push, and they get it every time. And it's created this world where, like, Nick Sirianni is this number one fourth down guy I don't believe that because what I see watching the details of every one of these is when it's a tough decision, he turtles up. Sometimes he turtled up in the super bowl. He turtled up yesterday. Yeah. That is a tricky decision, but to make it out to be not one is just, it's not true. Like your defense hadn't gotten a stop in, in hours. I think of real time to punt the ball back there. I thought was conceding the football game, bad job by Sirianni. But then, you know, I just said conceding the game. Well, how about the other side of this? It, you know, if the game is already done, which it obviously was, you know, around the midway part of the fourth quarter, Hertz goes out with the concussion protocol. Mariota in, Hertz comes back. Why is he on the field taking hits, especially a low hit by Bosa, with like four minutes to go in the game? I mean, what what are we doing here? What, what is the point of that? And then after the words, he's you know questioned about it. And he first he says, "Well, we're only down two scores. We're fighting. You know, we're we're trying to get back in the game." And then it's pointed out to him by the reporter they're actually down twenty three at that point. And he says, well, we fight to the end. No, you, let's be smart about this to try to go win a Super Bowl. Imagine if Jalen Hurts banged up the knee bruise, the bone bruise on his knee because of that. Just ridiculous. And then the whole Dom thing, I know he's become, you know, he's he's obviously a full hero here, and he seems like a good dude. But that yesterday was not a good look for the Eagles. Not a good look. It, I, that It's a reflection of Nick Sirianni's sideline. Not composed, out of control, other than the quarterback. Not composed, out of control. The quarterback and a few select veterans – like Jason Kelsey, they, they they seem to have composure. The the rest and it's added to reflects leadership. That's a that's a Sirianni sideline. That's what I saw yesterday. Dom has no place in that kind of nonsense. Eagles lose yesterday. Tucker, that was um, that was eye opening because we had not seen the Eagles lose a football game like that in a very long time.
0: No, it was it was jarring, and it's the the worst loss by point differential in Jalen Hurts' NFL career, um, outside of the loss to the Cowboys, where they sat Jalen Hurts at the end of 2021. Like this is the worst loss of Nick Sirianni's NFL career. I mean, it 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 was jarring to watch, and I said after the game, it was the worst loss. Period. I, I thought it was worse than the Super Bowl. It was worse than the Jets game earlier this year, simply for this reason. I think for the first time since that loss to the Buccaneers in the postseason. Two years ago, this was the first time the Eagles weren't the best team on the field, right? They, they lost four games with Jalen Hurts and Nick Sirianni in the last two seasons. The Super Bowl, I thought they played really well. And, you know, you can run through the litany of excuses that we've heard all offseason about the field, about the refs, about the holding call, Jalen Hurts' fumble, whatever it may be. They were in that game and they had a shot to win. They lost by three. They lost the game against the Jets this season. They lost to Washington last year because they turned the ball over four times. right? They were the better team. They just turned the ball over and they, they played sloppy. What happened yesterday, they just weren't the best team period. Then the 49ers were better on both sides of the ball. They whipped them up and down the field for three quarters. And if you're the Eagles moving forward for the first time, since the start of this run at the beginning of last season, there's a football team in the NFL who we can definitively say is better than the Philadelphia Eagles period. End of story. So Moving forward, you're gonna probably get another shot at this team in the postseason if things go right. But based on what we saw yesterday, there are questions really all over the place. And maybe it, it's good they got humbled. Sometimes that's okay. I think back to 2017 when that team got their, their butts kicked by Seattle and then they came back the next week, beat the Rams and you know ended up going on that magical run to the Super Bowl. Maybe this is that. Maybe they figure things out, but it also kind of reminded me a little bit of the loss to the Saints in 2018 or a motivated team that felt slighted based on what happened the year before came out whipped them for four quarters. And then when they played them in the playoffs again, they still weren't good enough. So when I look at this team and the Eagles moving forward, I just don't know how you stop this offense. I, I said a couple of weeks ago, I thought the 49ers were the best team in football. And when their offense is healthy, when they have all four of their weapons with Iuke and Debo and Kittle and McCaffrey, and you have Trent Williams anchoring that offensive line. I just don't know how you stop it. And with the Eagles personnel on defense, with their safeties, with the linebackers playing the way they're playing right now. I mean, you saw it as soon as they got McCaffrey and Kittle involved in the offense, they're picking up eight or nine yards on first down pretty much every series.
1: Yeah. They dominated and and they are better. I mean, if you watch that game yesterday and you think anything else, you you need glasses. I, I have them. I'll let you borrow a pair. I mean, you can't see if you don't think the 49ers are the better football team than the Eagles right now. And it's an interesting comp that Tucker brought up. The two, kind of humbling experiences, one in 2017, one in 2018, and what it led to. And I'll tell you why I think it is troubling what happened yesterday. And it could it could lead to a kind of a let's refocus moment and they go to Dallas on Sunday and they win and, and they're on their way to still having the number one seed like they did in 2017. But the 2018, it reminded me of one of that because you, you realize then the climb was going to be more uphill for that team. And... They rallied in 2018. They got to the postseason. They won a playoff game, but they ran out of gas because they had to rally for weeks and weeks and weeks. And now that loss yesterday and what is likely going to be the rest of the season to hold off Dallas and to try to get the one seed feels like they're going to have to play it out. Like, they're, you know, two weeks ago, we're like, well, what if they could rest the last two or three weeks of the season? That's not happening. That, that is not happening for the division or the number one seed. So they're going to have to play this out all the way through. And it's a big advantage to have some rest. It's a big advantage to get a bye. And both of those things are now not likely after yesterday, or at least much harder to see happening. Tough, tough day for the Eagles. They were humbled. I was disappointed in the coaching, disappointed in the offense. Look, Purdy outplayed Hurts yesterday. He was the better quarterback on the field by a lot. And this defense, just, just simply put, It's not a championship defense. Appreciate everyone listening, subscribing, following WIP Daily. Ton more to do this week, and the Phillies are at the winter meeting, so I'm sure we'll talk about a move they make pretty soon. Appreciate everyone listening. Have a great day.